Welcome to Purposely Bossing Up, where we talk about bossing up in business, but we always talk about bossing up in life. Hey y'all, this is your girl T, the host of Purposely Bossing Up. On today's episode, we have Siani Dean. Siani is a 20-year-old, well, now 21-year-old entrepreneur yep. from Willingboro, New Jersey. She graduated in 2017 and decided to start a business called Cranky Granny Sweet Rolls in memory of her grandmother. Cranky Granny is a cinnamon roll or sweet roll business that has a variety of different toppings you can place on top of your sweet roll. Now, how decent is that, right? Everything is made from scratch, from the dough to the glaze and also the toppings. Shiani has honestly set the bar for her business. The goal for this business is to have the first sweet roll truck and then eventually franchise. She has already purchased her truck, which is a part of her vision. Siani stays inspired and determined in order to achieve her goals. She believes success is the process, the journey, and the thought that she can only experience lessons along the way to the physical and mental reward. The mission of this brand is to connect every single person with one another through delicious, fresh, baked sweet rolls filled with love. So I introduce to you all Siani Dean. Good morning, Siani. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Yes, yes, yes. I am so excited to have you on the podcast today. No, I'm excited to be on the podcast, so thank you for inviting me on. Yes, yes, yes. Y'all, she is actually one of the first youngest guests on the podcast. So I also want to put this disclaimer out, like, it doesn't matter how old you are. You know, as long as you feel like you're fulfilling your purpose in life, you are a typical guest on this podcast. Yes. Awesome. So let's get into this interview. Of course, this podcast is called Purposely Bossing Up. Siani, what is your meaning of purpose? My meaning of purpose? Uh, I've never been asked that question before. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't even know how to answer it. I guess my meaning of purpose would be to be living out something that you truly want to do rather than what society has given you to do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I I guess I, I would describe it that way. I was just thinking about it yesterday, too, and not even in the sense of you asking me that question, like, what is what is your purpose? But just in general, so many of us, we, we live with what's given to us rather than making something of our own, putting yeah. something out there for ourselves, living for ourselves and being happy. So I think I, I would answer it that way, just living out your, your own dreams and doing what you want to do rather than what society gives you. So. That's right. I was actually on Facebook um, the other day and someone had responded to a post I put in the group and and it was about, you know, like it, where you are in your purpose. Like, do you know what it is? Are you walking in it? You know, are you procrastinating? Like everything mm-hmm. like that. And a lot of people, it's, it's unfortunate that a lot of people think that their purpose is their business. In some cases, your purpose really may not even be your business. So mm-hmm. people have to learn that purpose isn't always lined up with whether you have a business or not. We have people who have regular nine to fives that have a purpose, but it's not their business. You know what I mean? Everybody's not an entrepreneur. So folks, when trying to figure out what your purpose is and asking God for that guidance, 
remember that it always may not be your business. It may be in something else that you do outside of that. So always keep your mind open and, and look for the clues because the clues are there. <laughs> yeah, I, the clues. I, I say it all. I say it all the time that everybody's definition of success is different. My definition mm-hmm. and your definition of, su- of success is never going to be able to match it because it's two totally different things. And I feel like society we had it's so much it's so much pressure on so many people, whether it's young or old, because we have so much social social media right now, and right. everybody wants to put out their lives. And when when they're at the nice place, they want to post that up, but they don't want to put the background things up. They, want, uh-huh. they didn't want to put it on how they got to that point. They just want to put that end goal up there. So, I mean, I feel like there's so many people that feel that pressure of, oh, I have to, you know, this has to be my, my definition of success. I need to make $100 million. I need to have a business. I have to have that. No, it doesn't even have to be like that. Like you say, you uh-huh. can be working a nine to five, but if you're passionate about that nine to five, that's your purpose right there. If you love right. to make sure that you can teach kids, great that you're a teacher. If you love to make sure that you're able to get those kids to school, that and being a bus driver, that's even cool too. Mm-hmm. Because that's your purpose. That's what you genuinely love to do. That's right. That is so so true. That is so true. But I'm glad you mentioned success. Can you tell our listeners what your meaning of success is and share your biggest current success? And it can be personal or it can be business related. Um, my meaning of success is honestly the journey to mm-hmm. the end goal, which I don't necessarily even have a full end goal yet because I feel like even once I finally get that food truck all the way started or that franchise, I'm still feel like I'm just getting started. Right. So I feel like the whole process honestly is a success, like the ups, the downs, everything about it. Like I, I, I hate when I have my downs, but I also appreciate them because I don't take them as losers. I'll take them. I look at literally every single thing has a lesson. There's a lesson right. in every single thing that I do wrong or something that just so happens to fail. Like I just recently had a situation where I shipped some, I shipped about maybe seven boxes of sweet rolls to somebody over in Texas and USPS mm-hmm. just, they just did whatever they wanted to do with that box <laughs> and it didn't get to mm-hmm. the fashion and I sent it out at all. So that just showed me a lesson. Okay. One, I may have to find another provider to ship my stuff to and mm-hmm. two, Okay, I may have to package it a whole nother way just in case. Right. Just, they'll they'll continue to keep ignoring these fragile stickers that I'm putting on here. Yeah. So yeah. I mean that was just lessons. You got to take small lessons out of every single thing, and that's part of the of the success. My success is learning through experience rather than having to read a book all day. And that's that's mm-hmm. part of the reason why I decided not to go to school. Instead, I started mm-hmm. the business straight out of high school. That um, is awesome. What's a personal success or business? Or it can be business. What, um, getting that truck, honestly, that was that was definitely a big accomplishment for me because literally at the beginning of 2019 or was at the very end of 2018, I posted up by the end of 2019, I'm going to get my first truck on my storefront. And I did exactly that. So, like, I'm one proud of myself and two, like, that was just, that was just a really, really big moment for me. And it's like, yes. I don't feel like I, I necessarily lived in it because when you're doing it, it doesn't feel that big. When other people are looking at it, it looks bigger to them than it does to you because you know Absolutely. all the work you put into it. So it's just like, I mean, I, I low-key feel like I deserve it. So, I mean, right. it's not that big of a deal because I'm not even really where I want to be yet. But even, like I right. said, even when I do get there, I'm still going to feel like, yo, I still have so much more to do. But I'm also happy I was able to get that and part of part of the very the very big moment in that success 
is the fact that I was able to show my peers that it's possible to happen. Because we have so many people nowadays, they want to post that card or they just want to show off. No, I'm not just showing off to you or anything like that. I want to show you that it is possible because I've run into so many people nowadays that are so unhappy with the lives that they're living, young and old. I want to show you that it's possible to get what you want to do, start it, and you just got to really live it out if you really want to do it. Because there's a difference between wanting it and liking the idea of having it. Yeah. Yes. Come on, Keanu. Preach now. That is the truth. <laughs> That's the absolute truth because people really, really, really do not understand that so much hard work goes goes into a lot of things that go on, especially with people who have businesses. Yes, a big accomplishment was that you were able to get your truck and you manifested that in the beginning of 2019. And before 2020 came in, you were able to get your truck. But like you said, when people see that, they're like, oh, my gosh, congratulations. You did that. Oh, we're so happy for you. But they have no damn clue how much work went into that. You know what I mean? Whether it was that you saved up the money and got the truck yourself or someone else saved up the money and got the truck for you. They don't know the difference levels or the different things that may have transpired in order for that to even happen. So people need to shift that mindset that things look, one, that business is easy because that's a lie, okay? That it's easy (laughs) and two, that a lot of hard work goes into that. And like you said, it was something that you deserve. You know what I mean? Even though it was a goal and you made your intentions clear, it was still hard work and you thought at the end of the day, shoot, I deserve this right here. But like you said earlier, it's going to feel like you have to start all over because now this is another new journey in your overall journey. So now, oh my gosh, now I got to get this truck. I make sure it's running. I want to make sure it looks good on the inside and the outside. Yep, what is the mini yep. going to look like? You know what keep, I mean? They still keep up with everything else that I was doing in order to get the truck. Exactly. So it's a lot exactly. on the Yeah. But, yep, I mean, yep, yep. I'm young. I have enough time. I got a lot of energy to burn. So I'm going to definitely use it wisely. <laughs> right. <laughs> so... What overall inspired you to do what you do today? Matter of fact, before we answer that question, you named this business after your grandmother. And I'm sure she was a huge, she made a huge impact on your life. And I'm sure she was your role model and your mentor. So can you talk about, you know, how she was so, you know, great in your life and then move on into the inspiration that made you start cranky granny sweet rolls. All right. So my granny, I always noticed that we went to my granny's house in order for all like the family to get together. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I really believe that having that family together is very important because it could be any of the smallest things, whether it be money or just a disagreement that can break everything up. But at the end of the day, we all used to still go to granny's house on those special occasions and be able to meet up and granny make some delicious food or delicious dessert. So mm-hmm. basically I just wanted to give give off that same feeling with the business. I wanted to give you that that granny, that that home, that homey feeling. No matter what you're going through in your day, you can still come home to something sweet. Right. So right. that's basically what that is. And a lot of I see a lot of my mom and my granny and a lot of my granny and my mom. Mm. My mom has definitely been a big staple, both of my parents, because I had both of my parents in my life, fortunately. But my mom and my granny specifically, and my other grandmothers, they, mm. they've all been very big staples in my life, and I really appreciate them. So the business is honestly a dedication to all three of them. 
That's I just so happen to use my one granny space for it. For the simple fact that we call that specific one granny. I have a granny and I have a grandma. Right. Uh, okay. <laughs> I might as well use my granny. But it is definitely a dedication to all three of them because I, I look up to all three of them in different ways. They all have different qualities and I appreciate every single quality. And I feel like it's built me to be the woman that I am now. And the woman I'll continue to be because I have some type of representation to look at that how I want to be. Right. Absolutely. And I yes. believe like that representation of life is definitely important. I was just speaking about this the other day that so there's certain groups of us that do not have that that representation. So we don't know that certain things are possible to happen. So we mm-hmm. need that. And luckily, I'm able to have a very supportive family, but also that good representation to look up to. Yes, that's perfect. It's perfect the way that you put that. Let's touch on grandparents real quick. We were just mm-hmm. talking about how grandparents, whether it's your grandmom or your granddad, always save the day. They save the day for everything. Mm-hmm. So you can be <laughs> in trouble and your grandparents will get your parents in order, okay? You could be yep, broke. They save the day. <laughs> okay? You could be broke and you'd be like, Mom, can I have $10? She said, no. All right, well, I'm going to a grandmom. Grandmom gives you $50. Like, grandparents uh-huh. <laughs> always save the day, all the time. You in trouble? Oh, my gosh. you like, the heck with getting this beating that I'm going to get by my mom. I'm going to just walk to my grandma's house because my, my grandmom used to live literally like five minutes away from me. So I used to be like, mm-hmm. I'm going over grandma's house. And I stopped my little feet and I walk over her house. And I knew that if I was at my grandma's house, my mom wasn't going to do nothing to me. So it was a message my madness so grandparents (laughs) really saved the day and you know it's it's so great to have um people like grandparents you know and Mm -hmm. to even think that one day i can be potentially a grandparent you know what i mean so just to have those kind of people whether you um were around them growing up or unfortunately they may have you know been deceased before you were born it's still good to know about them to see pictures of them to have video if you still have you know like old school videotapes of them and stuff like that grandparents always save the day okay (laughs) they always save the day they beat up the bad guy our parents beat the bad guy when we're younger (laughs) they are the real superman and wonder woman okay they are the real (laughs) superman and wonder woman (laughs) they just make everything happen all the time but like you said, grandparents, it was always about going over grandmom's house where, you know, you can come over there, always get a good meal, and you get good sweets. You know what I mean? And it was like that. And it's probably like that in a lot of, you know, African-American things. That's a staple. This is the reason why um they created the movie Soul Food and stuff like that. Like, you know, families, we all dysfunctional in our own little way. But come Sunday or some kind of, you know, great um occasion, you better have your ass together. We don't have time for that. We come to eat. And we come to talk trash, okay? And yep. we have a good time. <laughs> and that's what it's all about, y'all. Cherish these grandparents, whether you like them or not. You know, they're still your grandparents. And they yes, are yes. on the bloodline of your parents. So you need to cherish them while they are here. Listen, I cherish my great-grandmother every single day. My great-grandma will be 97 this year. And I love the ground that this lady walks on, okay? And... I'd be damned that, you know, whenever God decides that he want to take her back, I will be content. You know, I will be content because I know this lady lived almost 100 years. Imagine all the stuff she done saw from 1923 to whenever year, you know, she leaves this earth. Imagine all the things she has seen. Like, well, you said they don't have a history lesson with her. So (laughs) cherish your grandparents, y'all. 
Yeah, you got to cherish your grandparents and start creating those memories because that's the only thing you'll be able to live off of once they're finally gone. And you rather cry that they're, that y'all had happy moments. You, you rather cry about having those beautiful happy moments rather than not have no moments at all. Yeah, and that's something that I'm learning as I grow, not only just with my grandparents, but my parents as well. Because you know, us kids, we don't, don't want to hear it. <laughs> we want to do our own thing. We don't want our parents to say anything to us at all. And sometimes, once we get in those ages, we start neglecting our parents. We don't start giving uh-huh. them as much attention as we want. And then once they're gone, it's just like, man, I wish I could, I could, I could do everything all over again. I would have uh-huh. dumped that relationship just to have one more day with my parents. Right. My, uh, make sure you, you cherish your parents and your grandparents and for those that yeah. are being raised by your grandparents definitely don't neglect them because they didn't have to do it at all right exactly okay and their times were definitely rougher than ours okay yeah they already raised yeah. the parents they didn't have to raise the second generation right exactly <laughs> exactly you know that's a whole nother conversation yeah <laughs> all right so what's one word you would use to describe yourself and why um, <laughs> I would probably say stern. I'm very okay. stern. Now, I'm stern in a lot of ways. I'm stern personally, so I like things to just get done the way I need them to get done. Mm-hmm. And I'm stern in my business, especially for the simple fact it is my livelihood. So right. I need things to be t- to a T. I need things to be exactly how I see it in my head. Now, I'm not ignorant to the fact that whenever one, someone wants to give me, like, input on the business, because I take it all the time. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. I got to go off of what other people want. I'm a, I'm a, yes, I'm a cinema role business, but at the same time, I'm a catering business. Like, I'm catering right. to your needs. So I need my customers or or. As I like to say, Granny's babies. I need Granny's babies to be happy. I need them to be right. calm. I need to know what they want. So I'm really stern on myself and whoever may be helping me to make sure that goal can be accomplished. So yes, people yes. can make sure they can say, oh, my gosh, she, she had wonderful customer service. I can't wait till she gets her, her, her sweet road truck open. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for this. I can't wait for that. So yeah. I would definitely say stern, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, of course. We all have that um, that mindset in, in both sides, like you said, personal and in business, because you know how you want things to look. And granted, things may change, but it may change for the better. So mm-hmm. we always have to be prepared for that unexpected um, situation and hoping that it does kind of like put us back on pay, you know? So, yeah. yeah, you know, some some people, I know some people who are so convinced in their minds and it's so hard to just even give them an inkling of a change. They're like, no, it has to be this exact way. And I'm like, all right, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whatever yeah, you no. say, <laughs> I ain't going to say nothing else. I'm not going to deter you from what you, listen, if you wanted a specific way and you don't think anything else can happen to make it any different, then that's all right. But, you know, and that's the challenge that we take in business. You know, sometimes you want it to go one way and it goes another way. And we have to suck it up because it's like, like you might have a day where you like, you know what? This is my goal for the day, monetarily and for orders. This is my day. And at the end of the day, you might be a hundred dollars short and ten ten customers short, but mm-hmm. you made, you still had a goal because you could have started at nine a.m. and had no customers, which meant no money. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like when you're in business, y'all. And embrace those small journeys, embrace those hiccups, embrace those things that don't go your way, um, because things could definitely be different. Yeah, it's definitely all part of the success, though. 
Look at those yeah. as successful moments. Like like I said, whether it's, it's a win or a lose, or actually not even ever a lose, it's, it's a lesson. It's a, it's a win or a lesson. Yep. It's a success. Either way. And, um, oh, well, let me tell the people. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to for a second. I was going to tell people that I'm a granny baby, too. You know, not with just my grandparent, but with Siani. And y'all, let me tell y'all about the school real quick. I just want to put this disclaimer out. I just want to put the disclaimer out that this is honestly an experience. Okay. So for those who do know me or do not know me listening to this episode for the first time or whatever, y'all know I'm all about creating experiences. Yes, I'm a curated event designer. And yes, I have a podcast. And yes, I do all these other things. But I'm all about creating an experience in everything that I do, something that's going to be memorable and something that will always bring people back. Siani did just that, y'all. I went to her. I didn't want to get delivery because I live in Philly, y'all. She in Jersey. So I drove to Jersey. <laughs> I met her. And she came out. She had her little chef coat on. See, she was doing it, y'all. She she was flying. She had a chef coat on. <laughs> and she might have some little bit of flour on. I don't know because, you know, she's busy. So she gave me my food. I paid her. I said, you know what? I'm going to hold out. I got a little half an hour to go home and hold out. I'm going to eat my food when I get home. So I got home, y'all, opened it up. I was like, oh, look at this presentation. So I had Cajun chicken Alfredo, y'all, with broccoli. So I had that. The broccoli was nicely placed on the side. She had the aluminum foil at the bottom because y'all know what Alfredo, the oil and the, and the sauce stuff kind of sip out sometimes. So she had that in there to protect the sauce, y'all. She protecting your meal, y'all. And she had the noodles and the chicken and everything was just so good. I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to eat all this in one sitting. So, you know, I took half of it and put the other half in the refrigerator. I warmed it up just a little bit. Y'all, this food was so good. But y'all know the whole point I was waiting to get to was the actual roll itself. So I'm like, all right, now it's time to eat the sweet rolls. So I said, I ordered an original one, which is a classic one. And then I ordered a strawberry one. So I said, I'm going to eat the strawberry one another time, but I want to eat the original. Now, for those who do hope you know, I love Cinnabon, okay? So I was like, all right, now I'm not expecting the Cinnabon experience because that's what makes hers different from them. So mm-hmm. she told me to warm it up for a minute, y'all. It came with instructions. She said, warm it up for a minute and then have a, you said a glass of water? Yeah, a cup of water like on the side. A, right, a cup of water on the side. I'm all like, a cup of water the hell? So I warmed my bun up, y'all, came back down, cut my little movie on. I said, all right. It's actually a big size, y'all. So I was like, all right, I'm not going to eat it with my hands. So I took a nice, trying to be cute. A knife and a fork. And I ate that first bite, y'all. Let me tell y'all something. That thing was so good. It was so good, y'all. Everything. It was just so flaky and light. It's actually light and airy. The the, the cream cheese um, sauce she has on top is really good. It's not too <laughs> sweet. You know, like for those, of course, you know me, I'm a foodie. So we travel and we talk about food. It was just so good, but when I got to that strawberry one, that made it even better because of that sauce, that glaze on the top, Lord. I said, she's going to be the reason why I can't lose no weight in 2020 because I'm going to be calling her up. <laughs> like, Deonie, 
uh, I need an order of 20 minis or I need this and I need that. But y'all, y'all have to experience this. She's going to give y'all all her contact information at the end of this episode. But I just wanted to put that out there to know like, y'all, yes, I have tasted her food and no, I'm not gassing her up because the food is popping. No, the food is delicious, y'all. Like y'all have to try this food. If you're in the area, we about to get her on the road or something. We got to get her food out there. But if you're local in that Philly tri-state area, make sure that y'all try her food. So we're just going to go to the next question. I just wanted to put that out there. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> so what do you feel was your biggest challenge to get where you are today? And how did you overcome that? My biggest challenge, I feel like my biggest challenge was and still is kind of um, not taking things as personal and the attitude. Because, you know, a lot of us, we, we got that attitude and we don't like to acknowledge it. We like to ignore it, act like we're just this perfect one, but I think it's probably getting getting the attitude correct. And that it's not even with like the customer or anything, but it's more so mm-hmm. with yourself and not getting mad all the time when you don't meet those goals, like what you were saying. Like, oh, I, I missed that ten customers, I didn't make that extra hundred, extra two hundred, whatever the case is, and not getting mad and learning how to take those as lessons. That that was probably the biggest thing, is just getting that attitude. Because I used to be at a point where if things didn't go the correct way, I would get so mm-hmm. mad. And everyone right. will be able to tell, like, when I, my facial expressions, like, the the tone of my voice, it all showed in every single thing. Once something yeah. didn't go the proper way. And that's even back when I used to do karate at um, Tiger Shoulder when I was younger. I didn't win that tournament. Oh, it was over for everybody. <laughs> Don't talk to me. <laughs> and I had to get out of that. I, I honestly had to get out of that. And I definitely faced that because, like, like I said now, I look at everything as a lesson instead of a loss. I, I, now I figure out, okay, why didn't it go right? What could I have done better to make sure that could have went the way that I wanted it to or better? There was something that I was lacking on doing. It's not the customers. It's not anything like that. I messed up. So what can right. I do better? I had to start taking – um. I had to start taking responsibility. Mm, so that's a good attitude and that responsibility. And it, it, you got you got to really sit there and think about it. So to the other entrepreneurs or even anybody working a nine to five or anything like that, if you're doing something and it's not going correctly, start taking a look at yourself personally rather than tr- just trying to point that finger because there is always mm-hmm. something that we can always do better. It's always nice to point the finger at somebody else, but nobody wants to hear somebody that's just always complaining or blaming it on somebody else all the time. Sometimes you really have to take accountability for yourself. There are certain situations yeah. where it really is not your fault. You did everything to the T that you possibly could have done. And sometimes you're just going to have to check it and put it in a bucket. <laughs> just yeah. like that. Yeah. So That's the truth. That's the truth. And then, like you said, that can be applied to business. It can be applied to your nine to five. It can be applied to your personal life in regards to relationships, yeah. whether they are relationships with your spouse or your boyfriend, girlfriend, or um, your friends, your family. You know, it can be applied anywhere. You know, sometimes we, we go through stuff. But sometimes the ending is not even supposed to be happy. That's the that's the mindset. That's that's the stuff that we don't realize. Like every situation we go into does not always have to have a happy ending. Sometimes they mm-hmm. have to, you know, end the way that they did in order for us, like you said, to experience it and to take it as a lesson. So that way when we're in that same situation or something similar the next go round, well shoot, hopefully we don't have to be in that same situation. But if you cross it again, you'll know how to react and how to go about it. Yes, like, 
one, I, I learned that lesson at a very young age that business and personal are like literally the same thing. Whatever's happening in your personal probably more than likely is happening in your business life as well in some mm-hmm. type of way. You just got to really sit there and really like pay attention to everything that's happening. And you'll see that it's a lot of similarities in both. But to, to piggyback off of you saying basically um like the different lessons and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So I have two friends. Now, these are two totally different situations for them, for them, but it's kind of the same situation. It was a situation where basically the people that they were living with didn't hold up their part on what they were supposed to do. And they got put in a sticky situation where either now they have to send by themselves or they have to go back to their parents' house. Mm-hmm. Now, I told them, listen, don't, I understand it, it's going to be entirely hard not to be mad at what's going on right now because it's happening right now. So all you're feeling is emotion. But once you get over this emotion, I need you to sit there and think about it. Maybe God or whoever you're, you believe in was sending you that signal that that person doesn't need to be in your life anymore and doesn't need to go to mm-hmm. that next chapter with you. So he had to smack you in the face real quick with a really big situation that's really going to impact your life right now. Because you were probably getting small lessons and small signals about those specific people or that specific person leading up to that moment. But you ignored it because you're just like, oh, no, that's my family. Oh, no, that's my right. best friend. That's this, that's mm-hmm. that. No, you have to really, people tell you who they are in very small ways. And you'll really see how people are when their back is against the wall. And it's not always a bad thing how those people right. are. It can be good. It can be bad. But you will not see until their back is, is against that wall. Yeah. So they were literally getting small lessons and you just were ignoring it. You knew that friend didn't do that. You knew that family member couldn't live up to that. But like you, like, like we all think that that's, that's my aunt. That's my cousin. That's my mom. That's my best friend. This and the third. You were getting those lessons. You just wasn't listening. So now you had to get smacked in the face by a higher power to show mm-hmm. you this person doesn't need to be here anymore. So you got to take mm-hmm. that in different ways with your business as well, even with that business part. And you know that person is kind of holding that business back. You know yeah. they're keeping you stagnant. You know that person that you may be in that relationship with or that friendship that you're, that, that you're always telling about your business, they may have some negative energy coming your way. Energy is something yeah. definitely real. They may be having something mm-hmm. negative coming your way, and it's keeping you stagnant. You need to know when to let those people loose, and it's going to hurt because those relationships are very, very serious and very, like, it, it just it means a lot to you. But sometimes yeah. for you to get to that next level, you're going to have to shake something off. You can't yep. keep living the same way if you want to go to another level. Yep. Mm. I say it all the time. That's real stuff. <laughs> That's real stuff. It is. Like everybody, it is. everybody that you know, everybody that you hang with, all that stuff, everybody is not a part of the journey, not at least the whole entire journey. Like, you know, mm-hmm. some people were supposed to fall off when you first had the inkling about starting a business. Some people were supposed to fall off, you know, when when your business really took off. You know what I mean? It's different levels. You can't bring everybody around you and watch who are praying, P-R-E-Y-I-N-G, on your brand instead of praying for you. Like, you know, like when something happens and somebody might ask social media, you know, pray, you know, you know, you guys, I just need all my prayer warriors, X, Y, and Z, whatever the request is. And, you know, people start commenting, you know, I'm praying for you, I'm praying for you, keeping your family in prayer, whatever the situation is. But are these people mm-hmm. really playing for you? Like, are they really playing for you? 
Like, when I see stuff like that or a real close girlfriend of mine say, oh, my gosh, I'm going through this, the first thing I do, I don't care where I am, is I, I stop and I pray. You know, God, I don't know what the situation is, but, you know, whoever this person, you know, whoever that person is, I speak their name and whatever they're going through, God, just give them comfort, give them the strength to get through whatever they have to go to. You know, I could be in a store. I could be in a car. I could be at my office. I can be in the bathroom. It don't even matter. I stop and do it right mm-hmm. here because I, my prayers, you know you'll forget. I know my prayers are meaningful. They reach the heavens, man. But I know if I would have waited probably eight hours later, something else could have happened. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I always pray in that instant when someone is asking for prayer. Yeah. Yeah, I I learned a decent amount of people do that because when I was going to church over, cause I I went to church over in Southwest Philly, um, at Mount Zion Baptist. Okay, and there was a deacon there, and he was saying how whenever somebody asked him to pray for them, he does it right then and there because he'll forget. Because right. so many of us say, "Oh, I'll pray for you, I'll pray for you," but then it'll totally go over our minds because we have something already going on in our own personal life. So it's just like, oh, I can't worry about what's going on with you. I forgot. Sorry. <laughs> but you may need it. You may have needed that extra prayer. Yeah, you just never know. You never know. You know, I know you get busy and you be rolling it up all day, or you know, you you making food, y'all, because she does make regular food as well. How do you like get back to yourself? So how do you like practice like self love or self care? Um, I go on trips. Okay. So, like next week, I'll actually be going to Texas. In a couple months, I'll probably be going. I'll be going to Puerto Rico. Last okay. year, I decided to go to Puerto Rico and Jamaica. So, like, I, I treat myself with trips occasionally because yeah. I, I do work. Like, my business is my full-time priority. So, right. that that's, that's like, my little gift to myself. And now that I turn 21, I have another little gift that I'm giving to myself once in a while because um, it, it's, like, a generational thing. My parents gambled, my granny gambled, my grandma gambled, my sister. So, oh, no I mean, we're all, we're all tapping into that. <laughs> just a little oh, bit, though. Man. I'm definitely keeping just control of it because my, yeah, just a little bit because my mom was telling me how it can be very addicting. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm only going to tap into it, you know, once in a while, but that's, that'll be like a little treat for myself. But I, listen, hey, if you ever do it, go in, go in with knowing how much you're going to spend it. Don't go over that. Don't, <laughs> don't go over that at all. Girl, so I'm far, I'm doing pretty that. good with it. Only being that's a weekend good. and being 21. <laughs> girl, that's good, okay? That is good, girl. Because, you know, them, them bells and them lights, they, they, get, they get you excited. They get you but excited. But, you know, I, I don't only like to go into the casino for the simple fact of winning the money. I like to see their marketing. Because whenever oh, yeah. I go places, that's what I'm really looking at. Like, I always get pulled back into this business room where I'm looking at the marketing or something. Like, wow, mm-hmm. how can I create those bells and whistles for Cranky Green? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be able to do it the same exact way, but how, like, there's some way that I can do it. Mm-hmm. How can I do it? So, really, I'm just in there really just, like, coming up with a master master plan. Like, mm-hmm. I'm really just coming up with a master plan. That's even with the trips, too. Like, how can I even get people to want to get on that plane to come all the way to Jersey to get these tweet rolls? Can I have people drive from New York, from Delaware? I've had people drive from different places. But how can I get someone to come from a far distance to say, listen, we have to go to Cranky Range. We have to get this. Like, what's making me say, oh, my gosh, I need to go to Texas. I need to go to Puerto Rico. I need to go here. I need to go there. Right. Like, so, I, like I, I tell you, I, I find a lesson in everything. <laughs> yeah. I find something in everything, whether it's good yeah. or bad. But that's good. It, it doesn't. It, that's crazy because that creativity never really kind of like clicks off. Like it's always on. 
even at times where you think you cut it off. It's still on, mm-hmm. you know. Always yep. have a master plan. Yep. Even and sometimes I also treat myself on like you know like getting new sneakers once in a while, but that's something mm-hmm. I kind of calm down on like within like maybe the past year or so because I have other things that I'm worrying about. But even with that too, I'm looking at the construction of that sneaker. What just attracted me to this? Mm-hmm. It's it's something and everything. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. It definitely is. So, do you have any, well, this, well, yeah, do you have any upcoming events or, like, projects that you may be doing? But if you don't have any upcoming events or projects, you can just tell the people, you know, when you sell your granny, your, your, your sweet roll, you know, or you I have later. I have an event actually today. I have an event today in Longside. I have an event tomorrow in Philly. Then I leave for Texas on the 21st, and more than likely, I'm going to be doing business out there. I'll be, you know, of course, networking. I'm going to make sure I take some dough with me out there to make some sweet rolls. Then I have an event February 1st at 5139 Walnut Street in Philadelphia at Chef Millie's Cafe. It's the Dessert Expo. Oh, um, okay. So I'll be doing that that day. So I have a couple events coming up. I have a few events That's coming good. up. I just recently joined the podcast. With my guy Alex is called Prime Media. So okay. you know, I I'm I'm dibbling and dabbling in a couple in a couple things. I have some other things that's in the work that's still in the that's still in my mind on whether I'm gonna mm-hmm. start doing it or not. So we'll just wait and see on that one. But as far as yeah. when I sell the sweet rolls, when I get back, I'm trying to figure out how exactly I can make sure I can have them offered to people every day. Because right now it's more so pre order or if I'm selling the platters on the weekend. But gotcha. soon it will be where you can literally say, hey, I need this amount, blah, blah, blah. All right, cool. Just come pick them up. Or where do you need delivery to? Rather right. than, hey, I, I need like a day notice. Like it, it'll get to that point. I'm just trying to figure out all the different kinks of everything. Because I have yeah. such a demanding schedule because since I do this full time, I may have a school that wants me to come speak there. I may have this. I may have that. So how can I make sure the business is still going while I'm not there? Because right, right now, it's, right. It's, it's mainly me doing everything. Yeah. Yeah. It gets like that. So, yeah, I'm glad you're taking that time out to figure out, you know, what other ways you can work things out. And like you said, you, you might have you might have a demand to be in, you know, L.A. for a week, but you still mm-hmm. want to make money while, you know, at your home base. So, you know, like yeah. who, who can who you can, you know, give that responsibility to and knowing that everything is going to be OK while you over in L.A. securing another bag, you know, or whatever the situation mm-hmm. may be over there, getting exposure, whatever, and make sure you still doing what you have to do instead of worrying about what's going on there and on the other side of the, uh, of the state. Yeah, I get yeah. it. Another thing that I um, have coming soon is international shipping. Right now, I'm just okay. doing um, everywhere in the U.S., but I'll be up there. I'm switching website providers, and I'll be updating the website to where international shipping will be available as well. That's awesome. That's awesome. So we shipping these so, heroes everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> I know that's right. China, we coming for you. You know, uh-huh. Africa, we coming for you. You know, we got to talk this stuff right now. So when I'm listening yeah. to this episode a year from now, be like, girl, remember we were talking about your roles going to Africa, girl? They be over there in South Africa. They be in Nigeria. They be in Egypt, girl. Uh-huh. People over there eating them things. <laughs> got to talk about it now, okay? Yeah, yeah. I have a, a couple of people now. over in Canada and um, the U.K. right now that want them. So, you know, yes. I'm definitely trying to make sure I can get that happening soon. Yes, it will. It will all happen. So how can our listeners find you on social media? You can find me on Instagram at Cranky Grannies, on Twitter at Cranky Grannies, on Facebook at Cranky Granny Sweet Rolls, 
And also, you can also email me at crankyrannies at gmail.com. Awesome. So before we go, can you give our listeners one piece of advice in regards to bossing up, not just in business, but also in life? My advice to you would be to do what you want to do and not do what everyone else wants to do because, you know, everybody else has their own life, so live yours. Mm. So that's That's always my my advice is as bossing up. Yeah, so this coming from a young boss, y'all. This coming from a young boss. <laughs> she was dropping some gems on here, y'all, and I hope y'all was writing them down, um, listening to everything that she was talking about. Take it in her journey because you may be going through the same situation or you may have an inkling of something that you want to do, and she just gave you inspiration to do just that. So take all of these conversations that we do on Purposely Boston up very seriously because these people do not play with their brands, with their lives. Like she said, this is her livelihood, but she also has to maintain a personal life as well. So um, I hope everybody, like I said, was writing down those gems, trying to follow her on your phone, you know, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, how to get in contact with her through email and be on the lookout for when you in Jamaica and you want some sweet rolls and (laughs) she can send them internationally. You know what I mean? So I'm just so happy you were able to be on this episode of Purposely Bossing Up, Siani. It was a pleasure. Mm -hmm. Again, thank you for having me. It was a pleasure on this end as well. Yes, yes, yes. So much. And with that being said, I hope everybody has an amazing day and continue to boss up with purpose. Ain't nothing to it. Real one. Ain't nothing to it. Boss. Thank you for listening to this episode of Purposely Bossing Up. Continue to keep bossing up with purpose.